What's up, you lovely lurkers? Welcome to the front podcast of the internet. I'm your host, Scott. And I'm your host, Willie. We're a show all about Reddit, covering all the ups and down votes in 30 minutes. Or it's free! If you like the show, you can find more of us on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Or that deep, dark, depressing part of your soul that wakes you up at night with a sudden jerk. So, Willie... Yeah. What's up, Scott? Are you less fatter this week? <laughs> <laughs> That's a really mean question to ask. Uh, the, it's, is it accurate? <laughs> There's a surprising... I have a surprising result for you. Now, Scott and I... So do I. Uh, I have a very for, surprising result for myself. <laughs> me too. <laughs> for, the, for those of you who are just tuning into the show, hey, we appreciate you being here. Last week, Scott and I said we're going to set some goals for ourselves, and mm-hmm. one of those things was that we're going to have a fantasy fitness competition with the goal of losing 10% of our body weight, and the first person to get there gets 100 bucks from the other person. We recorded the show early in the week on Monday. We weighed in. Do, do you feel comfortable saying what your weight was? Yes. What was So it? last week, yeah, yeah, your yeah. weight was 185.5 pounds. Me, on the other hand, Scott, my weight totaled in at 221.7. Each of us have a goal to get to. I'm going for 199 pounds, and you're going for 167 pounds. Scott, one week later, where you at? Well, I wish I could say that my spirits were up and my weight was down, but it is the opposite. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I had a delicious pasta dinner last night without realizing mm-hmm. we were recording today. So, okay. uh, yeah, I, I went up two pounds, two pounds. Listen, Scott, if there's one thing I can tell you, it's I also went up two pounds, but in a different <laughs> way than you. I'm trying to min-max this competition. So before we weighed in for our first time, I had pasta and pizza the night before. Yum. I put myself on the scale. I weighed out at 221.7 and then quickly stuck to a very strict diet for three days. And then I went out of town yesterday and Uh-oh. I ate a lot. So I'm 221.7. Oh, nice. Okay. I'm exactly so. the same. So <laughs> you're not winning. going up, not going down. As we are getting ready for the show, I think we always like to be a little fun with like the mugs or the glasses that we use for those people that end up watching the show. Can you can you show really fast the mug that you have? Oh, you mean this? It looks like this beautiful white hand-blown mug with this really cool purple to blue dripping along the, the top edge. It's a really nice mug. Yeah, it's got a nice drip, if you will. I got this from a dude in Colorado. Uh, He's not a sponsor, so I'll just say his name is Kurt. (laughs) Well, Kurt, that's a beautiful handmade mug. I, as well, have a handmade mug. (laughs) I I feel like you should smoke out of that one. You don't know what's in here. Nobody knows what's in here. They don't know. They'll never know. How would they know? No, but I made this myself. You made that? I made this. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I made this whole thing myself. When? I made this out of pottery class. I just took like a one day pottery class. And then like they t- they have some templates to make the things and you put it all together. They they Oh, I was going to say. And then you paint it. And then you go through and you paint everything. <laughs> you made a clay dragon in one day of pottery? <laughs> tell me it's not impressive, Scott. I it, put some effort into this it thing. It looks great. I love it. I think it's really impressive. And honestly, for somebody who doesn't do pottery a lot because i don't think you've ever talked about it until now (laughs) you must have put a lot of time and effort into that one day that you were there and i I really am impressed with the way things come came together and uh yeah i mean it deserves to be shown off much like 
how everybody does at the CES show. Now, Willie, really quickly for the audience, what is CES? CES happens every year towards the beginning of the new year. It's called Consumer Electronics Show, and it is a chance for many of the companies within the tech industry and tech adjacent to show off some of their new upcoming products. So it could be from lights to cars to one of the coolest pieces of tech I saw on TikTok this week was this one where it's like a three word little square and you like type in three words and it creates like a name for a like a three meter square plot of land so the entire world is broken up into these little cubes or into these little squares and you would say like this square is named door couch pocket and somebody could just <laughs> type it in on their website and it would bring that location and it's meant as an easy way to say like we're gonna meet here so that's oh, a pretty cool bit of tech whoa that actually does sound really cool uh what i think was really cool was from black magic fuckery mm, okay <laughs> this week bmw's color changing car was shown at ces now for everybody that just did a spit take at home that's right you heard me correctly they have a car that can change colors and hold on i, I just want to point this out that if you remember the movie swordfish I remember Hugh two Jackman. things two things about that movie. What was the other gentleman's name? We haven't seen him in acting in a long time. Travolta? It starred Hugh Jackman oh, no, and no, John no. Travolta. John Leguizamo. <laughs> oh, got it. <laughs> <laughs> and in that car, they had a color-changing car. And we're not talking about different angles. We're talking about this car is, changes colors. I don't remember that movie at all. But this car, debuted by BMW, is covered in e-ink panels so anybody that's used an e-reader from any of those companies they covered the entire car this so it can go from white all the way to a very dark grayish almost black or at least in the demo video that they've shown there's been a couple of them i think it maybe it does get all the way to black but it can fade it can do like just the front just the back just the sides right this kind of tech is one of those things that a couple shows back you mentioned we wouldn't even have imagined that we would be living when this tech <laughs> existed. There's no but way. Here it is. Here it is right in front of our eyes. I feel like there's a few things that are problematic about this. One, car accidents. Oh, yeah. You get one scratch on there. You're just, you might as well throw the whole car away. <laughs> right. The second one is because there's so much variability to how you can change the color. Do you think it's going to be harder for law enforcement to find somebody who's stealing or are they just going to be like, oh, it's that color changing BMW? My hope is that, yeah, it's just something where they can get a plate or a model. I don't know. I don't I know that like every cool piece of tech or advancement in uh, it just like human history has eventually been used for crime or porn. And we're so far off from this tech because it's so expensive right now. I can't imagine they're going to be able to put this into production within the next five years, maybe 10. And even then, do you think that that's something you're going to like go out into the world looking for? Is that a purchasing option for you? Most cars, what, we get maybe five, seven options for paint. And once most people I, stick to two, you're either going to go like a bright, bold color in the, the red, the yellow or the blue. Or you're going to just go with one of the muted earth tones, white, black, or gray. And exactly. I don't know. Like, I once I bought my car, I never thought, like, oh, I wish I could have this color car. No, I don't think about that at all. So, so for me, it won't be a decision. Right. I, I think that there were some reasonable things to be excited about. One of the bits of their demo was you can flash the color between white and dark gray, 
as you are looking for it in, say, a parking garage, which I think is super just a fascinating feature. But also you can probably flash the lights and find it easier. Now that I think about now that I say it out loud, I don't know if I need like a ten thousand dollar paint job just for that when it's like. (laughs) You know what? My phone can probably find the car pretty damn easy. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Put a little tag in there of some kind to just locate it. How long, Scott, do you think it's going to take until some teenagers just start modding the program that allows you to, like, change the car color? Just put dicks on it? (laughs) Day of. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, man. The first thing that's going to be driving around is the dickmobile. Just maybe boobs, you know, two circles with Dick dots Mobile in the sponsored by Oscar Mayer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the opposite thing could also be cool though. Like, what if for some reason they're just wasting this e ink panel idea on cars when they should be putting it on like everything else, like a house or think of another thing that is ridiculous and doesn't need to change color, <laughs> like the sidewalk? Just you could put this stuff anywhere. Where would you put some I, of this technology? I think where this has some reasonable expectations is in building facade, not for like an individual for personal houses and those types of things. But as you walk into a shop, say a business, you walk, you're walking into like a grocery store and it could show the deals like a Trader Joe's. Maybe that's a little too fancy for them or or like a gym. They fire all those people who do the art. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Beth. But it is a pretty reasonable expectation that businesses will want to use this because it's a really cool tech way to be able to like show off you know speaking of influence this week in the subreddit facepalm you said you just said influence you didn't add an a at the end right influenza no yeah okay Whew, thank you no this too is much worse. Of that. too much of that going around worse no scott unfortunately i'm not talking about influenza i am talking about influencers okay an even worse version <laughs> Influenza, yeah. Hmm. There's a post that says Quebec influencers maskless in-flight party goes viral and the airline cancels their return tickets. Did you see this? No, no. Tell me more. What I'm sending you, Scott, is a screen recording of either a Snapchat or an Instagram reel of this party on a plane, on an airplane of these influencers. And it's a 14-second video. It's pulling different parts of their flight. Can you just describe for our listeners what's happening? What the hell? It is it, Okay, so it's just a normal flight. They must have booked the whole thing out because everybody appears to be in on it. But nobody is in their seats. They're just kind of standing up and vaping. Uh, and just, it's like a party on a plane, but it appears to be a regular commercial flight. Apparently, there was a lot of news about this. Let me read you two different quotes here in the comments. So it says, uh, lots of news about this today. Trudeau insulted them on national TV. Most of them are back in Canada and got arrested. At least one is said to have been positive before boarding the flight, Scott. Yeah, that tracks. They falsified QR codes, which I'm assuming you have to have QR codes to fly out of Canada that have your information Uh, or something or negative test result oh also they put vaseline in their nose before taking the test so that it would come back negative the hotel that they stayed at accused one of them of sexual harassment against another guest and security was called they consumed drugs committed lewd acts in front of other guests including children some are actually stuck in tulum tulum yeah most of them 
are back and have been apprehended while leaving the airport. Why can't we use these powers for good, Willie? This is why we can't have nice things. None of it makes any sense. We're two years into a pandemic that is getting exhausting. But I look at this video and do you think any of them are exhausted with what they're going through? I think a lot of them gave up a long time ago on trying to make make it a better world for anybody else but themselves. What do you think should be the the repercussions to an act like this? Do you think that an airline has the right to cancel their flight in this way or deny them service back onto a flight when they're returning on their trip? It's been said and repeated multiple times, so we'll just jump in the echo chamber, I guess. But we have the freedom to do whatever we want, basically, as humans. But we don't have these freedoms from consequences. If you're going to be endangering other people's lives, you know, and there's a law for that in Canada, because this is a different country. There are neighbors to, to the north. I think if they broke any laws, they should be prosecuted. Justice should be served in a way that is befitting the kind of acts they committed. But I don't think this is something that is necessarily like fully understood. We're still in the midst of it. I mean, when people look back at this, my hope is that they see and like they think like, good God, what did I do? You know, like and they change to become a better person and they they actually want to take all of this energy, this this raw animalistic energy that they're putting into partying and trying to just have a good time, use it to make the world a better place. Here's a little bit of what could be expected. The CBC, Canadian Broadcast Corporation, had an article about this incident suggesting multiple levels of the Canadian government are investigating, as is the airlines they were flying on. Numerous other Canadian airlines also refused to sell tickets to anyone involved, and the investigation could yield jail sentences up to five years and fines upwards of a million dollars on a case-by-case basis. At least one of the persons on the video was seen vaping, which can trigger fire alarms in airplanes itself, which is enough for jail time and fines. This person says, I'm hoping this also includes adding everyone to a no-fly list, as they're clearly too irresponsible to be flying anywhere. Yeah. You do the crime, you do the time is an old saying, but I just hope that something happens and then they learn a lesson from all of this. The one, the one thing I take take a little pause on here is the word of influencer. I think we've defined that in such a negative way. Because of the actions of people like this, I I guess, how do you think that we need to redefine that word or people within an industry that have influence over others? Is there a way to also say that there can be good within the bad or do we need to break ourselves apart from that? Because arguably, based on the work that you and I do, Scott, we could be considered, unfortunately, influencers. (laughs) I don't know if the size of our audience... (laughs) <laughs> lens to that right now uh, that, that could be a dream for the future but maybe maybe we we can be positive influencers one day i hope maybe daddy <laughs> Spon- sponsor us daddy <laughs> sponsor daddy <laughs> i feel like this influencer trend has a negative connotation just because uh people who do quote-unquote real jobs or have careers in that boomer industry (laughs) whatever it may be see these people as like lazy and not really doing anything they're just kind of taking pictures of themselves with products and that's probably where the negative connotation started and then it started spreading into the people who were 
influencers getting probably way more money than they've ever had and feeling this, uh, you know, this surge of power. And we've talked about before, you know, like anybody can be thrust into a position of power. Like, what do you do with it? How do you take a hundred thousand, a million followers and say like, Hey, let's all, let's all just break the law because we can for fun. Or do you say maybe we should all, uh, you know, protest every single giant corporation that's polluting? I think the way that we solve for this, Scott, is we, we don't need to make <laughs> <laughs> we let oh, our God. two we let our two idiots in the basement theme continue and say like figure it out yourselves America and rest of the world yes and watch more D and D shows because genuinely those are nice people and speaking of things that people don't do enough of apparently eating plant based meat is definitely on that list because this week in r slash picks. The post is titled, Y'all Would Rather Starve Than Eat Plant-Based Meat. This is a picture from the winter snowstorm of 2022 in Nashville, Tennessee. Willie, you've seen this photo because we talked about it a little bit. Can you describe what is going on? As you could imagine, you go into a grocery store and you see this, this long line of meat products from market deli meat to bacons and everything in between. But then you're going to get your beef and chicken well this is empty shelves just empty except on the right side of the image is a completely stocked section of beyond meat impossible meat and every other type of faux meat if you will meat alternatives not a sponsor but i'd take that plant money (laughs) i take issue with this when i look at this photo because i've had multiple meal services that have provided plant-based meats I have tried all of the different ones, mainly because there's so many benefits to consuming less meat in your diet, but they're not as bad as people think. And you can get a lot of really good quality meals with like an Impossible Burger. Now, I have not tried any of these alternatives, not just because I have anything against them, but usually the way they are processed and they are highly processed is That means they have a lot of preservatives and or salt in them. And so I could probably have a bite of one, but I've just never gone into a Burger King or (laughs) ordered anything that would have this option. Well, I mean, you definitely shouldn't be getting burgers from a Burger King, not a sponsor anyways. Any of those fast casual restaurants, because they're not the most reliable form of getting quality food it might be delicious and enjoyable i mean i literally had mcdonald's two days ago so count me a critic here but or what about five guys i would do five guys any day max i know you would <laughs> there's this connotation that those types of products are gross and i say to you grow up you little bitch <laughs> Oh, I'm so stuck on my mac and cheese and my little hot dogs. Yeah, I get it. They're delicious. But you're not a goddamn child anymore. Put something else in your mouth besides your whiny bitch-ass attitude. (laughs) Go get yourself some plant-based meat, cook it up, and have some pride in the shit that you're putting in your body. Because guess what? It's fucking delicious. And I am so saddened by the fact that so many people out there are like, I'm not going to try that because it's different. You live a sad life life now scott on the other hand has a very reasonable reason to not eat these things and i'm not criticizing any of you that can't for very specific reasons like that don't get me wrong i would love to try this science meat because 
That's what it is, right? They've they've somehow yeah. designed uh, a plant to taste like meat. And if I had my druthers, I probably would only eat this stuff. Just number one, it's cool as shit. Number two, if it tastes even remotely close and technically is better for the planet as a whole, why wouldn't you do this? I grew up eating spam, and you could probably say that they were the first frontier for fake meat product. <laughs> Not a sponsor, but I love spam. Spam Minnesota prepared the right way. Mm. Born and raised. What's the acronym Spe- for spam? <laughs> Stuff posing as meat. Now, Scott, sometimes I can tell you that like situations like this can frustrate me because at the end of the day, People enjoy what they enjoy. And jokes aside, if you don't want to get plant-based meat, don't get plant-based meat. But I do think that there is a level of our society that chooses to not be good at putting up with those things that might frustrate them. So this week in the subreddit made me smile. There's a post that reads, Dear every parent in every cafe I am sitting in to work, please stop apologizing for your baby learning to talk. If I wanted silence whilst typing on my laptop, I should stay the fuck at home. You are allowed in these spaces as much as me. It's not my office. I read this because as we hopefully someday, maybe we can get back to working together with other people. Mm -hmm. I am kind of with this person that we need to be able to deal with other people around us without taking offense to everything. I don't know where the audacity or the entitlement comes from when people complain about being in a public space. Hey, listen, everybody, and I mean everybody except for the person that is playing music loudly on their phone on public transit, everybody hates it. Nobody gets into it and bless the people that actually do. But you're in a public space. What do you expect? There, there's no rules. <laughs> there's no, uh, there's no sign that says please stop. And if there is, then, then you know you're, you're in the wrong. But for the most part, if you're in a public space and it's not like against the law, I, I guess you just have to deal with it. You just have to fucking put up with it. I want to give you a couple of examples here. So you're walking through the grocery store, passing all just... of the uh, plant-based meat. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> and you see. Uh, a mom trying to calm down a child who's just having a temper tantrum. How do you feel in that moment? Do you go fart on the kid's head? (laughs) Is the kid being a little shit? (laughs) (laughs) I feel a throwback to me being that small child. (laughs) Right. Totally. That's definitely who I was. Sorry, mom. Let me give you a couple of other scenarios. Movie theaters open back up. We're all fine. Nobody has COVID anymore. You're sitting in a theater and there's a small child and they're off crying. You're trying to watch Spider-Man. You haven't had the opportunity to see it. And that kid's just wailing. What then? Young me is super annoyed. Why would you bring this kid to this movie? Gosh, don't you realize what your kid is and how old they are and how they act? Current me is like, what oh. kid? how dare you? You motherfucker. <laughs> Get your goddamn child out of this movie theater. You son of a bitch. I paid good money to be here. <laughs> Current me is basically like, nope, this is on me. I could have waited, stayed home, watched it on TV, but I chose to uh, roll the dice. I thought I picked the 11 a.m. showing where there was nobody and you must have bought a ticket last minute. Damn, this one's on me. Now, 
I think I agree with you. I think that if you're in a position where you have a mild inconvenience because somebody's laughing out of turn, Scott, <laughs> at movies, somebody is, there's a kid crying or you hear something. Sure. Is it a mild annoyance? Yes. Is it something that I have the patience for nowadays? Like it, at the current state that I'm in in my life? Yes. I think I get more frustrated by others who have the lack of patience to put up with something like that. Yeah. Lack of patience is what makes me lose my own patience. Now, here's the here's the last one. There's always a rub, though. <laughs> Uh-oh. Don't rub children. <laughs> Airplanes. You're sitting on an airplane. Is it a private kid. jet? No. Nope. Is it a, are you, you a corporate for, CEO? You signed up for Spirit Airline. It's you, Scott. We're never going to be CEOs. I, I mean, <laughs> fuck, on Spirit, the kids practically fly the plane. <laughs> All right, you paid a little, you paid a little extra. You're flying United here. Okay. Every single place that's a public place, people go into it. You're in fucking public. Kids are part of public. Adults are part of public. Old people are part of public. If you grew up in a way that allows you to take these inconveniences and kind of push them to the side and ignore them, you can fly first class. Guess what? Rich-ass folks have kids too. <laughs> Doesn't matter. You're still on a fucking public plane. Get a G6 if, if you don't want that. Get your own private limo service. Make up your own fucking car company like my buddy's older brother over here. You're in public. Deal with it. I think I found Scott's username in this sub <laughs> and it's called total chaos who writes it's so weird that stuff like this needs to be said kids are nearly a quarter of the u.s population it's strange that some adults believe that large portions of public space belong exclusively to them like kids are only allowed to be in home or in school till 18 before they even emerge i know that everyone out there can think of like oh man I was really, really inconvenienced by this one person. And then you, that you break down this person by demographic, uh, you know, age, race, creed, like whatever. And that you, you in the back of your mind, you're just like, I'm going to put them into a box and I'm going to say like every single person that matches their description acts this way. I must think that they all do it. And then hopefully wizened people realize that no, every single person is an individual they've all been influenced good or bad in a way that was based on their upbringing so there's no way i can say like never bring a baby to anywhere i was a baby we were all babies thankfully we've made it this far but For that's now. like that's like saying never bring an old the world's person. fighting back <laughs> never bring an 18 year old anywhere like we can't we can't just put people into these buckets anymore we have to start seeing people as individuals and realizing that Chaos can happen in any scenario. The only time any of this changes for me, Scott, is I swear to God, if that child barfs, I'm booting it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be like that world record field goal kicker this year, and I'm going to boot that thing 90 yards. Maybe we should then projectile vomit our, not, not our insides, but our upvotes and downvotes of the week. I'm going to start with a downvote because I'm frustrated because mm. all of this frustrates me and more so than children on an airplane, which Barfing. are totally, a, <laughs> totally a reasonable thing to get by. This is why I have noise canceling headphones. You throw those things on. You don't really care. It's fine. Right. I take offense to very specific things on airplanes. 
Okay. This week in the subreddit, mildly infuriating, my downvote of the week says this repugnant toe right next to my daughter on a flight. Here's a photo, a small child playing a game on a phone. Okay. And right next to her is the person sitting behind her. It looks like a man's foot is sitting on the footrest through between the wall and the chair on her armrest. Uh, I hate that. <laughs> For those one listening at home, when Willie said somebody was a repugnant toe, it wasn't just a very cleverly <laughs> informed diss. It actually is somebody's <laughs> foot. <laughs> This reminds me of a moment growing up. We had Minnesota Wild tickets when I was a kid. And oftentimes, there's a lot of hockey games. You go to a bunch of games. My sister and I are sitting in a chair. And there was this woman who would always sit in front of us. And her hair was way too jazzed up. She didn't care about anybody around her. Super loud perfume. You know what I mean when I say that. And her hair would always flop over the back of the chair. And she would always, like, floof it backwards. And it would, like, get on my sister. That's how long and gross it was. So my sister one day had enough. She grabs the hair without her knowing and starts dipping it in her drink. (laughs) I'm just going to piggyback off of your negativity and to my own flight-based negativity downvote. The story was called I Hate Humans from the sub Fuck You, Karen, and it is a picture of somebody texting. And the person that's shooting this photo is like between the seats where that dude's foot would be. Uh, But the person in front of them is texting to their friend or loved one that they currently have COVID. And they're on an airplane. And they are texting to this other person that they're lying about it currently and lied about it before. There's a specific place in hell for those types of people. Yeah. Yeah. And this person is not an influencer. They're just an old person with apparently no shits or cares to give about anyone else around them. There is no obligation that you have, genuinely. There's no obligation you have to care for the other people around you. There's some moral obligations, but there's no legal requirement for you to say, I care about that person that I don't know sitting across from me, or you don't have to donate to special causes. But boy, do you have to be a real shit person to not even take it into consideration. Like a whole bag of shit. Well, I want to transition here to my upvote of the week. CES was a great representation of consumer technology taking a step forward for the year. But in the subreddit, next fucking level, Mm -hmm. there was a video that said Marines perform boarding exercises with jetpacks and landing on a high-speed ship. The future is now old and young man. I don't don't understand that last part of the sentence, but can you describe this video? Because I know you saw it. I did. I did. I loved it because this kind of stuff is what like young me was all about. Future jetpacks, rocketeer, back to the future, flying cars. Once again, I'm alive. It exists. I'm super excited. Six to midnight (laughs) instantly after seeing this video. The one, the one downside. Yeah. Just like what? I don't even know geology terms of what's the hardest rock, but I'm up there. (laughs) Um, this is cool as shit because this jetpack was invented by, I think, somebody in France. And uh, two years ago, I think they started demoing it. Today's video is great. It's awesome that it's being put into more practical use, except for the small fact that it's the military. <laughs> yep. I, so I read this like, and was like, ugh. Ugh, damn it. Why? I mean, not that I'm saying that everyday people should be getting jetpacks to fly to work, but I don't know how high you could even fly with this current 
uh, model, right? So maybe it's only like 30 feet off the ground, 50 feet off the sure. ground. It's not like you could fly to the 64th level of your office building, <laughs> you know, and not have to take the elevator. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> but the fact that the military is co-opting it and saying like, okay, we're going to use it first is just kind of like, a little disappointing because yes i want us to be able to defeat our enemies i want us to not have any enemies but that's not the way the world works my, right. my hope is that it's just something that is eventually like okay the military is using it there's more money going into it where else can big tech get into this you know i want to see uber using this as a personal transport like you can just go up to where all those scooters are that sit on the corners but right next to it is a charging <laughs> station for the jetpacks <laughs> And you have to fly it. You can only fly it to the next area where there's a charging station. But like, how cool would it be able to rent a jetpack and get from point A to point B? I know we're spending a lot of time talking about this, but I, like you, have very similar thoughts about the U.S. military as an organization using this technology. This is very different than people who serve in the U.S. military. Thank you. But Thank you. I will say in a situation like this, it's very likely they're testing this tech to be used for good things like National Guard, being able to get to areas that are harder to get to and recover things. It, it's more of like a reconnaissance or recovery than it is as like a form of <laughs> future storm attack. <laughs> because unlike Iron Man, you're going to see this coming. And how easy is it for you to see a very vulnerable person in the middle of the air and just lay into them? Right. They're not going to make it. <laughs> oh, you think you're Iron Man? You're squishy meat sacks. <laughs> well, I'll end with my final upvote. That is news. Big news this week. The three men convicted of murdering Ahmad Arbery were just sentenced to life in prison. Sometimes and it feels like not enough, but it's definitely justice. it's definitely justice. It's definitely just the beginning. We've got that to start off the year. There's been some some shitty stories to start the year, but so far I think 2022 has had some good some, progress and this is something that is a somber yet hopeful outcome for others that would choose to do unthinkable things in the future. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with us this week. Find more of us on our socials and remember no matter what you're into, whether it's ladies of science, maybe, maybe, maybe animals being confused or ate the onion. There's a sub for